Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. Today is a bit of a mush up of a bunch of different bits and pieces into one bumper episode where I'm going to take you through all of the steps that you need to go through to actually get your podcast up and started. So there are lots and lots of things that you need to get done before you can actually call yourself a podcaster and that's before you've even started recording the actual episodes. But before we get to that, I should mention that my online podcasting course is currently open for enrollment. So if you are keen to get your podcast started and you need a little help, then just head to podschool.com.au and you will find all of the details on how to enroll and I can take you all the way through these exact steps so you don't have to do it alone. So let's get started talking about all of the things, the many things that you need to start a podcast. And the first thing is obviously that you need to come up with a killer idea. Just any old idea ain't going to cut it. You really need the best idea that you can come up with, which is easier said than done, I get it. But the way that you go about this is really by thinking about your audience rather than your ego. So I see a lot of podcasts fail because they are people who've said, I want to be behind the microphone. I think my voice really needs to get out there. I'm really funny at the pub with my mates. But they don't really think about whether the idea that they're doing is something an audience is looking for. An audience I hate to tell you, even though I'm sure you're fabulous, aren't searching for a show where you just talk about stuff you think's interesting just because. That's a pretty sort of, I'm not really down for that kind of idea. You need to find the niche idea that people are looking for. It doesn't need to be a niche that's like so tiny it's crazy. But you, if you don't have an existing profile, of course, if you already have a public profile and people have an interest in you already, you can get away with a bit more because the niche is you. So people are interested in hearing what you want to say. But if you're just starting out, it's really a good idea to try and hone your concept. Think about what an audience would find interesting and engaging because ultimately you want it to be a success. There's no point in starting off your show thinking it's going to be massive, but not really putting much thought into whether there's an audience and then being disappointed when it doesn't work out. That feeling sucks so bad. So why would you not give yourself the best possible chance of it being a success? Because then you'll pat yourself on the back and feel good about yourself. And that is the best feeling ever. So killer idea, very important. Think about your audience when you are coming up with that. The next thing to think about is the best way to execute that idea. When you've nailed your idea, you want to work out the right format, the right length, the best way to communicate the idea that you've got. And that involves also thinking about whether you're going to do it solo or whether you'll have interview guests, whether you might co-host with somebody. There's a lot of considerations that you need to think about, but ultimately you need to think what is the best way to convey my content and also what's the best way for this to be delivered to an audience. So what's the best way for them to hear this content? Sometimes you can be a bit scared to do it by yourself because it's a bit scary to be talking to a microphone on your own, but that can often be the best way to do something. One of the difficult things with co-hosting is, of course, finding somebody who has an equal commitment to the project and you don't want to get sort of six months or a year in and go, oh, you can't be bothered doing this with me anymore and now I have to do it alone or find somebody else because it can be really hard to find somebody to replace an existing co-host. So don't be afraid to do it by yourself if you really think, actually, 
this is the best way for me to deliver this content, particularly if you're an expert and you're delivering your expertise. You know, it wouldn't really make sense for me to do this show bringing somebody else in if I'm sharing my expertise. But of course, if you're just starting out, it can be a bit scary. But just practice before you go live if you're afraid to present by yourself. And that can make you feel much more confident when you actually press publish. So we've got the killer idea, the format, the length. Then you have to work out when you are going to release it. Is it going to be a monthly show, a weekly show? an everyday show week. I'm scared. That is a lot of work. Um, A weekly show is usually the best sort of frequency to do. It's a great frequency to mean that it's not too overwhelming for you as a content creator, but it's also regular enough to really build a good connection with your audience. If you can do more frequently, fantastic, but just make sure that's not coming at the expense of the quality of your show because you're sort of slapping it together to do it five days a week rather than doing one really solid episode a week. So that's something to think about. The other thing you can think about is whether seasons might be a better way to do it. Um, Often a lot of shows work better in seasons. You can cover off a certain theme or just focus on one specific area in a season, wrap that up, have a little break so you can prepare the next season and then move on to the next theme or idea. That might be a better way to deliver your content. So think about that, but everything needs to have the content and your audience in mind. After you've made all of your decisions about how you're going to deliver your content and what it's going to be, then you need to think about buying your set up for your home studio. You don't need to spend a lot of money. You can check out more episodes of this podcast to find out about equipment and also download my podcast equipment guide at my website, rachelcorbett.com.au. You just need to really think about audio quality. That isn't expensive. You can buy some great stuff for cheap, but you can't not think about the quality of the audio of your show because it is very important if you want it to be a success. So buying your equipment, and that can be as simple as just getting a microphone and maybe working out what audio editing software you want. If you're just going to record directly into your computer, then all you need is a USB mic and a piece of audio editing software. And that can be a free software like Audacity. So those are the decisions that you need to make so that you can start to set up your home studio and get ready to start recording. Then of course, you need a logo. So the logo design part of things can take a little bit of time. Even if you are designing it yourself, I tell you, you can really get lost in the quagmire of changing fonts and colors. And you can think you're nailing something and then you'll wake up the next day and go, I don't like the look of that anymore. And if you're working with a designer, you just often don't know what they're going to come back with. So it might take a bunch of edits to get to the point you've got something you really like, but it is important to have a logo that really pops. Of course, you can change it, update it um, later on as the season goes on or as your episodes go on. But ideally, you don't want to launch with a logo that you're not proud of or that you don't think people are going to be interested in because you You're starting off with that first impression with your show and you want people to think, oh, it's really cool. It looks awesome. I want to check it out. And you're more likely to get more audience in the door if you've got a logo that entices them and interests them. So you've got to spend some time thinking about that as well. We haven't even started recording episodes and we've already gone through a lot. Now it's time to think about your intro and outro music. So you do need that at a minimum on the start and the end of your show to make it sound professional. You don't need to get a really highly produced intro and outro 
with voiceover and all that stuff. Of course you can, but that's not 100% necessary, but at least music is because you want to have that audio brand for your show. You want it to set the tone of your content and you want it to just have that little bow on it that makes it sound super profesh. Again, like the logo, I mean, you could lose your life in music websites and make sure that you buy production music too that is pod safe so that you can use in your podcast and you've got the licensing rights and nobody's going to be knocking on your door with their lawyer saying, yoo-hoo, can you take Beyonce's music off your podcast? Very important to have licensed music on your show so you don't get in trouble because nobody wants to get in trouble and start taking off old episodes. So think about the tone of your show, what kind of vibe you want to set up when people listen to it and really trawl those sites and try not to pick the most obvious ones. Like if there's a list of most popular songs, they're most popular because most people have them. So try and go a little bit more obscure so you haven't got the same music as another show. After that, you'll need to choose your podcast host. And of course, I say after that, but really all of these things can happen simultaneously or in whatever order you wish. Although it's probably a good idea to nail your idea and format and things before you get into the nitty gritty, because you want to make sure you've got the right idea for your show rather than buying a whole bunch of equipment and then going, oh, I don't really know that I can come up with something here. Not the right way to do it. So a podcast host is the platform you're going to house your audio MP3s on. And ideally, you want to choose a host that you can grow with. So you might not need all of the bells and whistles of some of their premium plans at this stage, but it's a good idea to get a lower plan with a podcast host that has a proven business strategy so that they have been around for a long time. They're not going to disappear or collapse or um, you want to go with a really trusted podcast host. A lot of people ask me about free podcast hosts. I just think it's so important when you're thinking about a free podcast host that you read the T's and C's thoroughly because if you are not paying with money, you're probably paying somewhere else. Uh, And often there's a little bit of a problem with content and who owns what and whether you can transfer your shows out. And you should always own your own content and be able to transfer it to any host you want and take it off the platform at any time. And that's what happens on a paid platform, but often on free platforms, the T's and C's are a little tricky. So make sure you are across all that. You also need to think about websites, social media assets, all of the things that are associated with your show. Of course, back at the old stage of coming up with your idea, this can sometimes throw you a bit of a curveball if you can't get any of the social assets or the website or alternatively, if you find that there's a show already out there with your name. So this step, you know, bringing this up earlier might actually help you to make sure that you have chosen the right name, but it's really important you have all of those things around your show so that you can promote it and get new listeners. Uh, You then are going to create your show profile in your podcast host. This is the point where you would upload a podcast trailer. If you've got your equipment and you start practicing episodes or you start recording ahead of time, which is always a great idea, you can always include little bits and pieces from the episodes you've already recorded in your trailer so that people can get a real sense of what's coming up on the show. Or of course, you can just do a scripted trailer that's entirely fine as well. But you need that trailer in your podcast host so that you've got a piece of audio there because that is what generates your RSS feed. And that is what you copy and paste to submit your show to the directories like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Without that bit of audio, you don't have that RSS feed, which is basically just a little URL. And without that RSS feed, you don't have a way to let the directories know I exist. And so once you submit to the directories, as I mentioned in an episode a couple of weeks ago, there is a bit of a buffer of time that it takes for the directories to recognize your show. I usually suggest leaving two weeks between uploading your trailer, submitting the show to directories, and then your actual live date for your first episode so that you've got plenty of time for that show to arrive in the 
the directories, but that's the bit that you can't kind of predict. So that can take anywhere from 24 hours to two weeks. Some people suggest you should even have more time there. So that's the very last step of the process. And I mean, we haven't even started doing EPS yet. So that is when once the directories say, yep, I've registered it and I can see that you exist, then you are officially a podcaster. So there is a lot of stuff that needs to go into the process before you can actually get started. And the best thing you can do is really be across all of that and really understand what goes into it. Of course, if you want a little help with that, you can pop into PodSchool, my online podcasting course, which is open right now. You can head to podschool.com.au, as I mentioned, to get all the details. The more you can be across what is involved in the process of getting started, the more likely you are to set yourself a realistic timeline and to also set yourself up for the biggest chance of success. Next week, I'm going to do an episode on a few things you can think about to try and make sure that you are giving yourself the best chance of success when you're setting up your podcast, because ultimately nobody wants to jump in the deep end and not be able to swim. That's not fun for anyone. I will see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 